Listen, do you know your D8s from your D12s? Do you know your modifiers from your bonuses? Do you know your destiny points from your story points? Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Either way, you should check out What Am I Rolling? A twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast. Catch up on previous episodes on the What Am I Rolling website, that's www.wairpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, adventurers need not apply. a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely roleplayers, where theatrical people play roleplaying games. I've been Matt Boothman, I've been your compare for this studio production. I'm joined backstage now by the players from that production, starting with Vicky. Hello! Who are you playing? <laughs> oh, we're supposed to say who I'm playing still. Oh, they've just listened to it. Hello, I'm Vicky, I'm playing Cadence Fairchild, the babyface PI. Hi, I'm Ellie, I've been playing Camilla Parnell, the cinnamon roll newshound. Hello, my name is Alex. I've been playing Reginald Skinsy Skinner, the infamous corrupt businessman. Hi, I'm Helen. I was playing Stella Sylvester, the woo-woo femme fatale. General first impressions, how's everybody feeling immediately after playing that? It was so fun. Yeah, yeah. we had a good time. We satisfied. had a good time. Very satisfied. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a satisfying ending. Yeah, I agree. Well done, Matt, for weaving mm. it all together. I was going to say, like, that. that's one key thing to talk about is that we so I did actually have like a backup plot for you to discover wow. and you just trashed it yeah absolutely because <laughs> the stuff we were coming up with was much more like we were coming up with mm. it so we were more invested in it so like I had whoever the the body uh, has discovered that the chemical plant up the coast had been leaking and all of the chalk cliffs had been eroded and the whole town was going to fall in the sea and there was a corrupt councilman who wants to cover it up and all that kind of stuff but who needed all of that because we came up with stuff on the spot that worked perfectly well and it was quite fun tying it all together yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. we really felt like we were actually detecting rather than working our way towards an ending that we already knew about. Yeah, it was. It didn't feel predetermined, yeah. which was exciting. Mm. Yeah. And it did feel like we, we all contributed to working out what the final, like, how it all tied together at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 added some details to that. Yeah. yeah, so we had this kind of nice structure of, we had a couple of hours of recording of making questions for ourselves and then... <laughs> Tried to <laughs> tried to stop creating questions and answer them after that, which yeah. it's a good system. Yeah. It works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I did enjoy when you were like, right, we've got enough questions now. Now we need to start tying them all together. I was like, no, more questions, <laughs> more mysteries, please. more mysteries. Yeah, this is one of the good. Th- one of the reasons I wanted to do a noir mystery specifically is that there's not really any obligation in a noir story to tie every loose end up. Yeah. 
so the mystery wasn't the only part of this game that we were kind of figuring out on the fly. How did everyone find doing the minimum of your character sheet at the start and discovering the rest as you go? I much preferred that. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about early on Blackshaw saga things where I, and I mean, to an extent, I've already, I've also done it with Melody, where what she is on paper and who she is in practice mm-hmm. with, what, with who I'm playing doesn't, necessarily always match up and that can make for interesting contradictions like it has with melody mm-hmm. but with this to just be like drive she's gonna drive now i'm gonna be gonna drive it it's great yeah. i think it makes for a very like fun and freeing experience to be like oh wouldn't it be convenient if i was really good at this or the reverse wouldn't it be interesting if i actually am really bad at this thing <laughs> because you're saving i did find myself a few times being like my instinct is to put a three for drive because that's mm-hmm. a skill i tried to use early on but then i was like oh but what this does this feels low stakes what if i need <laughs> that I three for that something else interesting that like my expectation was that it would be like okay we're gonna find a circumstance where you need a skill and so the the natural thing is going to be like, well, I need this skill right now, so I'll make yeah. myself good at it. So I was really interested that you weren't all spending your, like, plus threes straight away. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah when it came... Because I used my, one of my plus ones for Will, because I was like, I don't... Mm-hmm. I know that's states. the right one. Yeah. And I don't feel like he needs to assert yeah. himself in any way. Yeah. But when it came to confronting O'Connor, it was much more like, no, I need to win here. Yeah. And I need to do the best that I possibly can. So I'm just like, spamming tokens up the wall yeah. um, just to, yeah, to, to, to get the result that I want. But yeah, no, it, it, oddly enough, I felt it meant that I was more true to the character that I had in my head. Uh-huh. Um, it, it also takes yeah. the pressure off with, with preparing a character. Like You don't have to have a rounded out character mm. because you're finding out what they're like yeah. as you go mm-hmm. and then it allows people around the table to be like oh wouldn't it be funny if they were mm. good at this thing or, <laughs> yes you know and yeah. other people's characteristics come out you go oh what would dovetail really nicely with that is if yeah. my character yes. does this thing. and then you're not having to change something you've already pre-decided yeah, yeah. You can, you're yeah. not having to make decisions that go yeah. against your character because they work well for the story mm-hmm. you can go well this works well for the story so therefore i'm going to incorporate it into yeah. my character yeah it was nice and flexible on that and mm. I, I i agree with you helen that i find that sometimes having set certain things up mean that i'm then restricted restricting what I can mm. do yeah. in Vigil and sometimes that's a good thing and it creates conflict in ha- helpful ways or it makes me think differently about how I might do something but it was really freeing just to be like oh I could just be good at this thing <laughs> if I want to or actually this is a low stake situation I'll just be bad at it and it won't matter yeah I quite liked having a trope focus which meant that we didn't have to always come up with an idea that felt fresh it could just be like well if we haven't got a fresh idea let's just go with a noir idea yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. sometimes leaning on the genre is helpful with yeah. that like and you're right like we didn't have to tie everything up but there were just certain moments that we would have expected to play out and we got to play those moments out yeah yeah, I'm really glad we got a uh, foot chase in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, worked, that worked out nicely. And yeah. bravo, Helen, for just deciding you were the person <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, great. Yeah, what a move. <laughs> so much more interesting to do that. Yeah, yeah. And actually, it really, like, it felt so true to the story as mm-hmm. well because it's so great. Like, what is so brilliant about the femme fatale character is that up until the end, you really don't know where you stand with her. Like, that's mm. kind of the point of that character is you're constantly like, wait, they're innocent, they're a good person. Oh no, wait, they're wrapped up in this. Are they wrapped up in it because they meant to be? Is it, are they caught up in this as a victim? And you just, you really don't have that clarity till the end. So Helen did a really good job of keeping us guessing, even though we were in the discussion about what was supposed to happen. (laughs) Could you have seen a, a version where you did just decide, like, I'm the bad guy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, so... 
um, I was writing down more than I normally do in terms of details that were coming up. So um, I had a version of events that the reason why um, there was a em- Wayne had an envelope with cash is because I'm using cash now. Yes, mm. you did say that. Mm. Yeah, you did lay that breadcrumb. Yeah, you did say I'm so using I cash thought, now. Yeah. Um, so I had I had discovered that Wayne was dead. And I take and I'd given him that money, and so yeah. I just took it back. Yeah, mm. totally makes sense. And now it's in Cadence's drawer on a desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because I was just sort of rolling with what came up, I hadn't like so I thought, okay, well, if it fits in, that'll be where where that money has gone, and where it came from. But I don't know why yet. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was kind of challenging. But yeah. I was fully willing to lean in to being the bad guy, but I didn't know how it would be in terms of like a collaborative, <laughs> improvised story and, and collaborative game. If I yeah. if I wasn't, I but... mean, we had players. You know, we had you and Vicky rolling against each other for that foot chase yeah. at the start. You know, the, yeah, the systems nice allowed. The system allowed. We haven't yeah. really done much of that in other games we've played. I think where we're working yeah. against, you know, mm. working against each other, and it was nice to be able to have a go at something. Yeah, like that. And it's I like it's big picture wise. It's, it's good fun. I like mm. it a lot. It's so flexible. Like yeah. I really see you could just use mm. like. And there's there's elements of it we didn't really use because it was a short game when we were we were learning yeah. the basics mm. where you can really like stack advantages and, mm. and aspects yeah. and, and I mean we saw a little bit of it with, yeah, I mean, with the superb goons yeah letting Alex <laughs> have his advantage from his superb goons so you can get those results mm. up pretty darn high if you have enough points uh, stored up and your allies have made enough advantages for you to take advantage of you can get some really nice kind of scenes where it's like oh I throw them the I throw them the weapon or I, I weaken the bad guy I make the floor unstable and through all of that you manage to get like an incredible legendary role mm. <laughs> I really enjoy the, that kind of aspect of it other noir tropes I like that uh, we got to knock the PI out Classic. and have them wake up tied to a chair that was great I got to do the Chandler hurry along where I had people burst in with mm. weapons a couple of I think O'Connor bursting into your house uh, yeah um, and we were having such a nice time counts as that as well yeah it was a really good way of just like instead of us rolling a failure and bad stuff happening Mm. which is how we've done it in the past you were just making bad stuff happen anyway and that's but but then giving often giving you points to exactly like I like that balance that it creates where it's like hey a bad thing is about to happen Mm. but here's a so you get that bit of a trade off whereas in other games we've played it's very much more like you have failed the role and therefore the bad thing is yeah. now going to happen. And it's not, But it's not just like I can go, I'm going to have something rubbish happen to you, have a point. Yeah. I have to be able to justify it as like, this bad thing is happen- happening to you because of who you are yes. as established yeah, by exactly. the details of yeah. your character. Yeah, yeah. It, makes a, like, it feels like it brings a lot of balance to mm. the mechanics of the game. Any loose ends or like uh, character relationships we would have wanted to see more of? I really like how the balance worked out, like mm. the, the unexpected partnership between um, Skinzy and yeah, Cam. yeah, wonderful. I really didn't see that coming. I we really went into this it. really thinking it was going to be the photojourno and the PI yeah, working we would do together. Some kind of but I think what's yeah. quite nice is that towards the end of this, I guess, episode, it then became clear that there could be mm. further episodes yeah. where Cam does team up with Cadence, and it's and then you kind of, I guess, kind of go back to Skinzy and mm-hmm. Cam being sort of like suspicious 
acquaintances. <laughs> you have a sort of useful relationship there. We have now, a useful right? working yeah. relationship, exactly. Mm. That's yeah. how I want it, though. Yeah, yeah. Nice. exactly. Yeah. Bit of distance. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's not really studio format, but I would love you to do this again mm-hmm. where you girls are the same <laughs> and you do sort of go about together finding yeah. a mystery like a, a lot more. Like a sequel. But maybe yeah, maybe Alex can be the client so he can like record a voicemail. Yeah. As on your machine. Some... And, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, obviously Stella's left town. Um, of course. So, yeah. major hey, escape. stuff could always bring her back. Yeah. Mm, These but... towns have a way of drawing you back in. <laughs> yeah. I just think this is a really good game and they're, yeah. they're fabulous characters that <laughs> I would love to see you guys do that. I realised right at the very end I really should have just been calling I really should have been addressing your character as Fairchild yes, the whole probably, time probably yeah uh, Fairchild yeah. She'll, always she'll get there she hasn't earned those stripes no, yet, no, you know? <laughs> it's her youth that yeah. would bring you true. into going first name I thought in a way it was quite good that I did quite a lot of stuff on my own because mm. that's quite a classic noir PI yeah. trope yes. right? they are often yeah, like yeah, they're they really gumshoe they're solo mm-hmm. they're you know trudging around town trying to put, put yeah. the pieces together and they mm-hmm. sometimes hook up with an ally well a lot of it is that the PI has to build a network like you go and see the local news hound and yeah. you're like right give me what you've got yeah. on this and then you go to the local mob boss and give me what yeah. you've got on this but you don't have those contacts exactly. yet so yeah sky's the limit for fair child investigations <laughs> <laughs> now oh. she's got 500 pounds in her desk <laughs> what will she spend it on oh Stella definitely broke in into yeah it. yeah probably yeah. <laughs> she's gonna get back and be like god <laughs> damn it no I kid you could have that you tried <laughs> look the newspaper coverage is good enough yeah. you know again it's a classic that the job does not leave the PI better off oh god absolutely yeah. 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 absolutely either they waive the fee because they were in love with the client yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or they never technically solved the crime because yeah. the police covered it well, up or they left something. town before they had an yeah. opportunity to or collect. it immediately just goes on a debt they've acquired during the, mm-hmm. the yeah. like progress of the investigation yeah yeah exactly yeah it's cost them more than it's earned them for sure yeah yeah that's great that feels very satisfying amazing uh, any other final things before we wrap up no, no. no. good job team just, yeah. 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 Thank you. recommend it. well done This has been Falling Cadence, a studio production from Merely Role Players, starring Vicky as Cadence Fairchild, Ellie Pitkin as Camilla Parnell, Alexander Pankhurst as Reginald Skinner, and Helen Stratton as Stella Sylvester. The theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst, and the episode was edited and produced by Matt Boothman. We were playing Fate, using the condensed rule set published by Evil Hat Productions. Merely Role Players is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on. <laughs>